It's Tuesday, June 3rd, 2014. In America, we don't have to choose between the health of our economy and the health of our children. Green News Report special coverage. As president and as a parent, I refuse to condemn our children to a planet that's beyond fixing. President Obama unveils historic new rules to cut carbon pollution and take action on climate change. We have a moral obligation to act on climate. All of that acting and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Why do you say that environmentalism is a rich white person's concern? Oh, CNN, just because Ann Coulter is alive doesn't mean you have to invite her on TV and ask her opinion about stuff. Well, because you're talking about, you know, entire genocides if we don't have fossil fuel. Yes, that's exactly what we're talking about. Causing genocide by getting rid of fossil fuels. Nailed it, Ann Coulter. This is CNN. Tell me about it. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, very big Newsweek this week. Landmark announcement from the Obama administration's EPA about new standards to curb carbon emissions. Of course, uh, the folks representing the fossil fuel companies, that is to say largely, but not entirely, Republicans are going nuts. Our friend, journalist David Dayen, tweets, quote, Retired coal plants to double as death panel hearing rooms under new Obama carbon plan. <laughs> True or false? Um, I think you could say that's false. Oh, okay. But indeed, it is one of the strongest actions ever taken by the United States government to fight dangerous global warming. Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Gina McCarthy on Monday rolled out the first ever U.S. standards for cutting carbon emissions at the nation's existing power plants. In 2030, when the states meet their final goals, our proposal will result in 30% less carbon pollution from the power sector across the United States in comparison to 2005 levels. That, thank you. That is cutting emissions from power plants 30% below 2005 levels by 2030, the next big component of President Obama's climate action plan announced last year. U.S. power plants are the biggest source, accounting for nearly 40% of U.S. emissions. Now, these are draft rules that will be finalized over the next year. The proposed standards are tailored to each state. It gives states broad flexibility to choose how best they will meet those standards. They could switch to cleaner sources of energy energy, invest in energy efficiency, conservation, and pollution retrofits, and they could join regional cap-and-trade programs to spur investment. And these new standards are remarkably business-friendly. This is not unlike uh, Obamacare in that it seems like he went out of his way to present a plan that would be accepted by business, by the power plants, by the fossil fuel companies, at least as much as you could, and still curb emissions in any kind of meaningful way. Remember, these new standards are legally required under the Clean Air Act and several Supreme Court decisions. Obama is using executive authority because Congress has failed to act. But even though the new standards are required by law, the fossil fuel industry has promised an epic battle of litigation and legislation to stop it. I'm shocked. Really? <laughs> Republican Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell called the standards a war on coal that puts, quote, a dagger in the heart of the middle class. <laughs> and like clockwork, the industry always deliberately overstates the cost of cutting their pollution, charging that it will wreck the economy. We desperately need to pollute. But as Administrator McCarthy pointed out, they have always been wrong. In the 60s, when smog choked our cities, 
Critics cried wolf and said EPA action would to put the brakes on the, on the auto production. And they were wrong. In the 1990s, critics cried wolf and said fighting acid rain would make electricity go up and our lights go out. Well, they were wrong again. So time after time, when science pointed to health risks, special interests cried wolf to protect their own agenda, not the agenda of the American people. And time after time, we followed the science, we protected the American people, and the doomsday predictions never came true. Now, these new standards will come at a cost, but the EPA estimates that it will ultimately lower electric bills and, most importantly, save $90 billion in avoided health care costs. And the American public is on board. A Washington Post-ABC News opinion poll this week found 70% of Americans support regulation of power plant emissions, even if it raises costs. And that includes 68% of respondents in so-called red states. And the world is watching. The very next day after the U.S. announcement, a prominent government official in China pledged that China will limit their carbon emissions for the first time. The question in the days, weeks, I guess years ahead, are these standards strict enough? Will the fossil fuel companies have any luck in challenging these conservative standards in court? And what difference will it make around the world with other countries looking to the U.S. for leadership here? We, of course, will be keeping our eyes on that, continuing to connect the climate change dots that really... Uh, nobody else on your public airwaves does. For much more on all of these stories, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. And this has been your Green News Report. Can we go back?